Cottywomple with the Shadow People is a narrative podcast about friendship, magic, mystery, and the divine feminine. This podcast sometimes deals with topics of a sensitive nature, so listener discretion is advised. To Cottywomple means to travel purposefully towards a vague destination, and Cottywomplin is the preferred method of transport amongst the residents of a town buried deep within a holler. They don't walk, they don't run, they don't even saunter. Whenever they set off to go somewhere, they never quite know where they're going, but they know that they're supposed to be there. The small town in the holler is surrounded by five mountains. A mountain of blood, a mountain of brass, a mountain of stone, a mountain of lost things, and a mountain of dead things. These mountains form a five-pointed star with the town smack dab in the middle. A thick circular forest separates the town limits from the mountains, and the forest is not to be trifled with. The only thing more dangerous than the forest is the gate that leads into town. If someone ever wants to leave town, they have the option to leave through the gate that's located on the south side. It's rather unimpressive to behold at first glance. It's just like any old brick archway with two ivy-covered birch trees on either side that have grown so tall that they bend towards each other until their branches touch. But the more you look at it, the more you feel like you can't stop looking at it. It's as if the ivy on the birch trees wraps itself around your very being and roots you to the spot. If someone is ever late to work or late coming home, you can bet that they got caught up looking at the gate. There is one city council member whose entire job is just to pull people away from the gate and try to break their gaze. The forest path is safer for those leaving and arriving into town, but only if you follow the rules and follow them to a T. The rules are as follows. Rule number one. Say hello to the forest as you enter. You may say hello in any language you want. The forest will understand. Rule number two. Once you step foot on the forest path, you must continue walking forward. If you turn around and leave, the forest reserves the right to not let you back in. Rule number three. As you walk along the path, you will encounter two sleeping rock giants. Do not wake them. You cannot wake them, but do not even try. It's rude. Rule number four. If you are walking your dog along the forest path, pick up after it. The forest does not appreciate dog droppings. Rule number five. If you are walking your pet bear, you can leave its droppings. The forest doesn't mind. Rule number six. If you're walking your cat, the forest may think you're a bit peculiar for taking a domesticated cat on a walk through the woods, but the forest won't judge. Rule number seven. As you are walking, you may encounter two trees on either side of the path that are bending towards each other. If their branches do not touch, you may continue walking. If the trees do touch each other, proceed with caution. Walking between two touching trees, or lover's trees as people call them, can cause something in your life to change. 
This change may be drastic or inconsequential. Rule number eight, do not stray from the path. If you wander too deep into the forest, the trees might decide to keep you as one of their own. Rule number nine, if you hear a sweet melodic voice calling your name, do not search for the owner of the voice. Do not even turn your head in the direction of the voice. If you do, you will belong to the voice. Rule number 10. If a fox starts following you, let him. He is a charming fox, and if you let him walk with you long enough, he may just tell you a joke. In town, you may meet the doctor and his young wife. You may also meet the mayor, who is honestly too good-natured of a man to hold political office. Even if you don't meet the sheriff, you can be rest assured that he will keep his eye on you. You can try to steer clear of Mr. Morgenstern, but he will go out of his way to make your acquaintance. The people who live in the center of town are not bad people, but they are scared people. And fear can make the most loving heart turn hateful, and nothing scares the town folk more than the shadow people. The shadow people live right on the edges of town, but don't worry, dear listener, we're going to meet them all real soon. On the east side of town sits a series of modest houses that the townsfolk call the shacks. They are all owned by a man whose eyes are as dark and as empty as the void. He rents the houses to impoverished folks who can barely afford to pay the small fortune that he demands, making it impossible for them to climb out of the figurative graves that he has dug for them. The townsfolk may call them shacks, but everyone knows that they are actually tombs. Just slightly north of the shacks, two dirt trails converge, creating the crossroads. That's where the town buries their dead, and where they visit the spirits of their loved ones each hunter's moon. Though the spirits can only be seen during the hunter's moon, they can be heard by anyone who is walking too close to their crossroads after sundown. The cacophony of voices carries on the wind. As loud as the spirits are, you could say that the dead are the liveliest residents of this old mountain town. A small river runs through the west side of town. Though it seems narrow, one must never swim or wade across it. It's much deeper than how it looks, and it's populated with gators, water moccasins, and beasts that mankind hasn't even discovered yet. The only way to get to the other side of the river safely is to cross the bridge made of three thick fallen trees. Once you cross the bridge, you may meet the women who run the local orphanage. They are pleasant enough, but be aware. The only laws that the women follow are the laws of the water. And like the water, they can nurture life or they can take it. In the far north end of town, there is a large house sitting in the middle of the meadow called the Chateau. This is where all the shadow people come from. This is the place of peace where they can rest their head. This is the place of revelry where they dance and conjure. This is the place of power where they feel safe. So come and stay a while. The forest will make sure that you feel right at home, the townsfolk will be nice enough to your face. You can have enlightening conversations with the dead. 
The water women of the West probably won't kill you. You'll meet women made of dirt, storms, and vengeance. You'll meet men made of iron, sunlight, and death. You'll meet people who fall somewhere in the middle of man and woman made of pure love and sadness. And to get here, all you have to do is cottywomple with the shadow people. Cottywomple with the Shadow People was created by Shay Lee. Special thanks to Jonathan Strickland, Lucas Ryan, and Jenny Malam. Music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech Music. <laughs>